0: Welcome back, everybody, to Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm the L.A. Nerd, Joel Reeves, and with me, as always, is fresh-to-death-looking Taylor Salen. Hey, oh, How's it going, everybody? You guys can't see him, but he's got a haircut. And mm-hmm. Lauren Sperling.
1: Hi, friends.
0: In the newly created Tier 5 lockdown.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: So exciting. That's Glad horrible. I moved across the world
0: <laughs>
1: for school. Imagine,
0: imagine living in a place where there's a pub every 30 feet uh and you can't but you, but go. you can't go or what well, would they every 30 feet every half meter it's not
2: I, I don't, a, it's not a world i want to live in joel
1: <laughs> that is a half a meter is far less <laughs> than that my friend
0: it's but like there's still inches. probably that many pubs
1: it's like six inches
0: <laughs> there's a pub every six inches in london taylor roll me those sweet smooth jams okay wooka. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not far off. No,
1: no, no, not at all. Your math is perfect.
0: Look, man, we don't use that metric system over here in the United States. Okay. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, that's I what know. Joel's known for is his math, right, Lauren?
0: Yeah, exactly. everybody, exactly. everybody knows that Joel's known for, um, uh, loving Zack Snyder, being really good at math and not having a beard
2: and also standing sure. Spider-Man three.
0: <laughs> and loving <Yeah>. Spider Man three. <laughs> yep. Jesus
2: Christ. I don't
0: I don't uh, I don't want to know that guy. It's like, the, uh, <laughs> it's like that episode of Rick
2: and Morty word, like toxic Rick, like that's toxic Joel. Just everything you don't like. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> that's funny. I mean in fairness, uh, I probably wouldn't know that measurement if it wasn't for COVID and having to stay two meters apart.
0: Well, I know a meter is three feet. So. I get it. It was you know, I quick math isn't. <laughs> My yeah thing.
1: i was wrong too then
0: i think a meter is this is not three a math feet, right? no
1: no you're right yeah one meter is three feet so half a meter would be one and a half feet
0: yeah okay so there's a pub math. every two meters and Thank today you. on the math podcast <laughs> we'll talk to you about the abacus which is where <laughs> counting was invented um oh god i hate accounting
2: so much
1: great dude. great so start much. guys great start
0: Oh, accounting. Uh, I said where counting oh, was invented. I thought you said accounting. I was like, I mean, you're not wrong, but...
1: Also, also accounting.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, um, boy. Uh, have you guys been watching anything?
1: Uh, I yes. have one
2: main thing in particular, but Lauren, why don't you go
0: first? All Lauren has to do is watch things. Yeah.
1: I mean, not true, because I'm back in school now. However, since we podcasted, I was on break, and all I did was watch... A lot of stuff. Nice.
0: I heard in tier um, five they force a Netflix account on you to make you watch things. Is that? Yeah, true?
1: it's actually. Um, we got the vaccine already, and it's embedded in the vaccine. So mm.
0: you got the vaccine, but they like, still lock you it down. It just like oh plays my God. in your
1: eyes. Yeah. Well, we just New got wor- the first part of it. You know.
0: New World Order. QAnon yeah. was right.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I watch a lot of. I'm gonna go through them real quick though. Um I finally watched Shazam. Mm. Which nice. Yeah, when was you fantastic. texted us that I
0: was still i was extremely um, surprised that you had not seen I it. I know,
2: right? I figured that'd be right up your alley, Lauren.
1: I know. I just I missed it 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 is and it was and, and I knew it would be. I just I missed it in theaters and then it was not easily available without having to rent or buy for a while and now I have HBO access, so um, I think it's the best DC movie since Nolan, Batman's, personally. So I'm excited for Black Adam and Shazam 2 and all that jazz. Um, also, been watching a lot of, well, I watched all of The Crown in on my spring break, which I know you guys I, probably care so much about.
0: I heard that um, was required watching for the UK as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it pretty much is because it has come up in every single class. Yeah. Last term, like really? my classmates, wow. bring it up all the time. Yes, so I had to watch it to know what they were talking about. Yeah. Um, but it was it was decent. I think. Alternatively, you could pay attention in history class. Three but... and four. Sure, sure. I, I mean, I think we get more of their history in America than they do here, honestly. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're interested in like period dramas and like the royal family history, definitely recommend that. Um, on the period. Peace, train. Um, I also watched Bridgerton. I don't know if, did either of you watch that? No. no. Great. I didn't know no. if your significant others would have forced you to watch it. I hear it's um, not to popular. like generalize, but <laughs> mostly women that I know have been watching it. Yeah. Um, I personally didn't love it. I'm gonna say it right now. I mean, but I yeah. heard that it was a lot of
0: like uh, uh, uh underage sex
1: <laughs> uh, mm, which, so which I'm, yeah, is a touchy uh, subject? Um, yeah, I'm unclear. I think she's of age, the main character. Okay. Like, I think she's just barely of age, and that's why, like, they're
0: ah, it, the whole that, thing is like
1: trying to get husbands.
0: That barely legal so, shit.
1: Yeah, but, like, I, yeah, that did cross my mind. Um, I had to look up to make sure the actress was of, <laughs> of age because it made me feel uncomfortable. Um, yeah. But it was just too romance novel for me. Like, I don't mind um, sex scenes if they have a purpose, but they just threw in so many that went on far too long to, like, really serve the story, in my opinion.
0: You're telling me um, there's boobies in this thing?
1: <laughs> only a few, but there's a lot of right. sex scenes. Um right. But I liked, I did like the casting, how they, they have a lot of multiracial casting going on, which is cool and a period piece to see. Um, and the music and, like, the production design of it was fantastic because they do a lot of, um, like, string quartet versions of modern-day music as their instrumental. So that's, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah,
2: that's cool. Definitely. Um,
1: On a technical level of it. But other than that, I was like, meh. Um, and then, let's see. Oh, also... 'Cause I talked about this before, Earth to Ned drop new episodes at the beginning of the year. Um, so if you still haven't watched that, go freaking watch that show because it's fantastic. Um, and I have a lot of friends on it and it's really good and they do a really good job and it's a fun just like show to put on in the background. Like it's a classic, classic Henson show in my opinion. So what, uh, And what, Allison Hannigan is in the new episodes.
2: Nice. What oh, is right. this uh where is it streaming again?
1: D- disney plus
2: oh that's right that's right okay yeah i need yeah. to check that out
1: yeah um i have i honestly have a lot more on this list but <laughs> i'm not gonna go on because we'll be here for just a give year us, if just I, give I keep us going. The so um okay so also oh soul forgot to mention soul oh, but i, I didn't did know watch, if you would bring that up i watched soul. um and i thought that was great I enjoyed that a lot. I liked it better than I, a lot of people are comparing it to Inside Out and I liked it better than Inside Out for oh, sure.
2: nice. Yeah. It's um, very good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um also, oh, I also watched I used to go here, which is a new Lonely Island produced movie on HBO. Huh, I haven't uh,
2: seen
1: that. Starring Gillian Jacobs and um Jamaine Clement.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh no shit. That's good. That's yeah. good combo
1: yeah wow. it was it's definitely it's definitely like kitschy indie feeling um My jam. i wouldn't say it was amazing but um but it was fun to feel like that and i really liked seeing jermaine in the role that he plays yeah. so um it's a cute it's a cute little film um sort of um, it's like between a coming of age and midlife crisis story
0: is it directed by, by one of, of the cool. lonely
1: island guys no, but Yorm um, gotcha. uh, makes a cameo in it. Oh, nice. Which is his great. Um, he, sure pr- that... he plays Bradley Cooper, but not the Bradley Cooper. <laughs>
2: nice. That's funny. That's, yeah,
1: it's great. That's funny. Um, and then, oh, I finally have watched some of the 13 doc- 13th Doctor's episodes of Doctor Who.
0: Mm.
1: So I'm really liking Jodie as the Doctor. Um, nice. I'm worried that. It's going to be a struggle with writing, like it was Capaldi, but I think she did a fantastic job taking over um, in her first few episodes. Yeah,
2: jo- Jodie and... Whittaker, right? Is her last name?
1: Correct. Yeah, yeah.
2: she's really great. I said first time I saw her was in Attack the Block, so I'm glad she's doing great. With that. Oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah.
0: Oh shit, is that her? Yeah, she's a
1: yeah. I mean, yeah. Lady.
0: Oh wow, yeah. yeah. I did not. I ne- I never connected that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yep.
1: Yeah. Oh. Also, one more that I recommend for everybody because I find yes. it very cathartic, um, History of Curse Words on Netflix.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, hosted of,
1: by Nicholas Gage.
2: Yeah. I've heard about it. I gotta I, check it out. I watched a couple episodes of it. It's it's fun. Um, yeah. I felt like after a while, like you need it's definitely one of those shows where you can only watch one or two episodes back to back cuz it does start to get a little yeah, repetitive, you know, it's like the same kind of structure and stuff, but very interesting.
1: I've, I've been using it as, like, a palate cleanser. Yeah. yeah, If I'm, like, having a bad day, Mm -hmm. put on an episode of that, Mm -hmm. great. Or, like, on a break between classes just to get my mind off of things. It just is – Nicolas Cage in, like, the way he hosts the show is just genius. Yeah. It's so tongue-in-cheek and, like, the way that he presents these curse words is impeccable. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, classic, it's everything you'd want classic from Nicholas Cage. Gauge. Yeah, classic. I game. will have
0: yeah. to. I will have to give it a go. Yeah. yeah. Taylor, what
1: about you?
2: Um, I mean, I really haven't been watching much. The, the two main things I watched were Soul and uh, Wonder Woman '84. I've been watching some oh, TV. Oh yeah. let, let,
0: let us take note that this is probably the first and only time. Taylor has a short list
2: I mean I could I could go through and like tell you all the stuff I've been watching but like nothing really of note I mean I've just been kind of like uh one of the things I've been watching is like that uh Scientology show with Leah Ramini. um which oh, is yeah. I mean it's it's yeah. not new or anything but it's really interesting and I, I'm fascinated by Scientology and everything that like yeah all the crazy cult of it you know um, so yeah, it's just, it, it really interesting watch it. And I also walked, worked at a, a day played on, on one of the episodes, so.
0: Oh, nice.
1: nice. Yeah. I realized now that you say that there was one more thing I watched that mm. I would recommend if you're into cult type stuff, mm-hmm. um, on HBO, there's a four part docuseries about the Heaven's Gate cult. Mm. Watched that. Okay. I'll have to that was that fascinating.
2: Yeah, definitely. Because I
1: only know tid, I only knew tidbits about that cult, um, mostly that it was in san diego yeah um but yeah definitely recommend if you if you like that kind of stuff
2: totally yeah i mean i'm into that definitely into that kind of stuff i heard that night stalker documentary on uh, on netflix is really interesting too so i'm gonna check that out mm-hmm. but um i watched but,
0: the entire thing yesterday nice
2: yeah that was actually right in my area dude here in the san gabriel valley like my mom was telling yeah. me that when uh when she was like because she was basically around here in the 80s when that was happening and uh, she was like it was a really scary time like we feared for our lives and stuff. So, especially women and 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 shit who are yeah. vulnerable so Dude he um, was all over
0: the place he was uh mm-hmm. he was out there he did a lot in San Francisco yeah. and then he even went down to Mission Viejo dude oh, down in Orange County Damn. like he was oh, wow. fucking yeah. all over the place yeah. yeah that's
2: crazy so um but besides that uh like I said Soul is amazing um it's it's pretty much another triumph from Pete Doctor and I mean it, like his last three films mm-hmm. I believe are up um, Inside Out and Soul, and like that's just like a, a an amazing trifecta right there, you know. Yeah, um, and that's
0: a that's a pretty solid resume.
2: I mean, he's the head of Pixar now, and there's a reason, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I just I I, I really loved everything it did. I uh, I was I felt like it maybe um, the third act like felt a little bit truncated in terms of there could have been a little bit maybe a little bit more meat there. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, like, I mean, it's, it's a great story that that's definitely well told. I've seen a lot of people online being like, um, like having issues with like the whole, um, how do I say this, like black appropriation, like a white guy telling like, you know, essentially like a, a person of color story, which I can understand, but I didn't, and personally, you know, I didn't see anything that was like. Oh, there's no reason why Pete Doctor couldn't have told the story. You know what I mean? So
1: yeah, well, there's there's a couple things to that point. Um, yeah. there's a show on Disney Plus. Um, I think it's like Inside Pixar or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where they have like it's like quick little like fifteen twenty minute episodes. Um, and there's one on Soul, so I recommend watching that because they did um have a lot of cultural, um. Uh, advisors mm-hmm. on it Yeah, that's um good. so i i see where people are coming from um but it wasn't entirely just him like a white man telling exactly. the story yeah. like they did go through um the proper channels um but to that argument as well um i have seen friends of color say that pixar needs to stop um turning all of their people of color into uh like oh god what's the word like different preachers right like um, not or human dis- disney rather oh, sorry like, yeah, the yeah, yeah. like the princess so, and the you know, frog spends, yeah, yeah princess and the frog mm-hmm. they're frogs most yeah. of the movie soul he spends most of his time as the blue figure mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
2: and yeah, i can see how other things uh, a <laughs> i think of- that
1: yeah that yeah. would be the i think the biggest um critique for them moving forward
2: totally totally and 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 I don't think that's something they can overcome and and you know in this in this case I definitely don't think like that argument is valid again it's like me a white guy saying that argument isn't valid so it's like take that with what you will but I just don't I just I think it was done in good faith you know what I mean and it's it's a lot like Coco where Lee came in and like, like he's not Mexican you know and yet he was able to tell this story in like a loving and convincing way that like Pays tribute to those traditions, um, mm-hmm. and you know, obviously, like the Coco and this are a little bit different, but I just I, I really loved it. You know, I would love to go back and, and revisit it. I don't know how good the, the revisit value is going to be on it, but um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I mean, amazing score. By the way, uh, it's probably going to win the Oscar for for best score. It's basically between this and Mank at this point. Um, yeah. So yeah, I love that. And then Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. Uh what to say,
0: Joel. You said you didn't watch this, correct? I haven't seen it yet. I wanna yeah. uh real quick about uh Soul, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Because fucking literally everyone in my life saw it without me. So I was like, well fuck.
2: <laughs> you just can't watch it on your own.
0: Yeah, but uh Lauren, not you, the mm. other Lauren, my Lauren, her dad is uh was did used to do a lot of post sound for like Pixar and like an ILM and mm. and all that stuff. And I can't remember who exactly from Soul. I want to say maybe like the lead animator or like maybe like a storyboard artist or someone um, went and watched Lauren's dad play jazz music for like inspiration of like um, the animation that's for cool. the, the movie. Yeah. Heck it was yeah, pretty rad. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's really awesome. Cool.
2: Um. Yeah, and I mean Uh, the way
0: I'm sure I'll find it cool whenever the fuck I. Oh,
2: absolutely. And the movie (laughs) is like obviously like a a huge. um, It's a huge love love letter to music in general too, which you know always you know gets to my soft side um, because I'm a huge you know music was my first passion. So, um. So yeah, I mean, again, Soul's amazing. Wonder Woman '84. I know you haven't seen it, Joel. Um, it is
1: less amazing.
2: It's rough. You know, it's it's rough <laughs> around the edges.
0: Let's just let's just put it that way. You guys can I I you guys can talk about it. I don't. Yeah. yeah. So you don't care it if was we spoil bad.
1: it? No. It
0: okay. was bad. Yes. Okay. I have yeah. I have a Twitter. I know yeah, no. what happens in the movie. Um.
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess spoilers for Wonder Woman eighty four if you haven't seen it or if you don't care. But, um. Yeah. I mean, it was it was it was definitely rough. I I would say that um the script uh is atrocious. And I think a big mm-hmm. part of the reason why that is, is because of Jeff Johns. Um, you know, the mm-hmm. thing is, is I believe it's Patty Jenkins, Jeff Johns, and someone else co-wrote the script. And um, you know, here's the thing is like we we've seen Patty Jenkins write good movies, like Monster, right? Like I know she can write a good movie. Um, so for me it's like the only logical conclusion is Jeff Johns got his fucking mucky hands on the script and Decided to be Jeff Johns. You know what I mean? And I'm not I'm not even kidding when I say that. Like I think his hand in this story in the screenplay itself um, is probably oh, the, the biggest detriment. <laughs> yeah. Um the biggest detriment to 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 this movie. Um other than that, I think like some of the performances are really fun. I really enjoyed Patty Jenkins as a director in this movie. As a writer, not so much, but as a director, I thought that her vision was. Really interesting and, and took s- s- some chances, you know, in certain respects. And, like, I, I respect that. Um, you know, there's big uh, there's big Donner, Richard Donner, Superman vibes um, in this, mm-hmm. you know. I've heard um, that. Yeah. Which is cool, especially in the beginning. But, I mean, uh, like, I don't know how you felt about the whole opening sequence, Lauren. But I just felt like that uh, would just was completely unnecessary. And, uh, ironically yeah. enough, Patty Jenkins fought to keep that in the movie. And it's like, you totally didn't. Need a ten minute action sequence of like a young Diana like doing this relay race or whatever the hell it was. So yeah,
1: I I mean I feel like we I, I, there was a second watching it where I was like, did we not see this in the first movie? Like, yeah. are we using the same well
2: footage? We we, we didn't, <laughs> but it's basically I know like, I know we didn't. It's but a it, different like, context, felt... but the same freaking thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Total. The same intention message behind it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, it felt very out of place mm-hmm. to me um, because it felt more like a setup to a character that we now already know quite well. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I read that Patty Jenkins, like, especially on that specific thing, her thing was like, oh, we need to, like, remind people, like, where Diana came from and, like, what her quote unquote struggle is, so to speak. Um, but I just I, I I don't I don't think we did. And like, you know, they, they try to like use it as a setup thematically to like, oh, um, you know, like, the, not the cost of lies, but like, you know, the, this theme of like, um, you know, trying to basically uh, be a good person and be a superhero, you know, have that same kind of mentality. Um, I just, you know, I didn't really think it was necessary. So, I will say that beyond that, I really love Pedro Pascal in this movie. I mean, he can yeah. do no wrong. I, like, again, the character is written pretty terribly. But I think Pedro Pascal actually does some really, really interesting stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I agree.
1: O- I think he was the best part of that movie.
2: Mm-hmm. And obviously the parallels um, between him and Trump are pretty apparent, <laughs> you know, especially since the movie is like set in the 80s and, you know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. and um, yeah, but that that's the thing is like, I think it's like deeper than that. You know what I mean? Especially what what's happening with his character in the movie. So
1: for sure, yeah. you know,
2: some really interesting stuff there. I think the whole way they brought Chris Pine back was weird, personally,
1: stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's not only. I know the, I keep it, describing this movie as stupid, but. I
2: mean, it does. It, it not only doesn't make <laughs> sense, but like Joel, the whole way that that they bring Chris Pine back is that there's a wishing stone in the movie. No, and, yeah. And I understand. she wishes. But yeah. did you hear about the whole body swap thing? Like, he doesn't actually come back. He basically, like, takes over some random dude's body. And yeah. so Diana huh. is seeing Chris Pine, but in reality, she's interacting with, like, some random dude that. Random man. Of them
1: knows.
0: But um, the dude. But does the dude think he's Chris Pine? He, I, I The think... dude,
1: we don't know what the dude feels about this because yeah. we only see Chris Pine as long as Chris gotcha. Pine is in his body. Yeah, and then they so have like. So for all we know, he's just like dormant.
2: Yeah, but they basically have like one okay. shot in like where they're at the dude's apartment and he like looks in the mirror and you don't see Chris Pine. You see the actual guy. So, so that's what you're gonna... saying
0: is Diana is raping. A random That's deed. what a lot of people well, it's, are
1: saying on the internet. It's not only <laughs>
2: yeah. that, but like this guy just like they just like take over his body and like, man, fuck it, you know. And then when Chris hey man, Pine's gone, hey man, this Chris is Pine's why Pine's Marvel's gone.
0: better than DC. I don't see any rape scenes in a Marvel movie, yeah. okay? So. Um, DC can get
2: fucked. So, you know, and then an, another issue, I, and I want to try to keep this fairly short because we've already been going for a few minutes on this. but um, It's
0: already it's already too long. Yeah, I
2: know, right? <laughs> uh, well, the movie is very long. It's two and a half hours. It doesn't need to be that long. Yes. But, um,
0: before, before the end of the title left your lips, it yeah. was too long.
2: Uh, right. What did you think about Kristen Wiig in this movie, Lauren?
1: <sighs> I wanted to like her in it. I did not love her in it. Um, but I think part of that was because of the character development. Um, I didn't think the character was well developed at all. And to me, it felt more like a put on performance emulating other villains that we've seen, like Catwoman,
0: Mm -hmm. um,
1: like Batman returns Catwoman rather. Um, as like it felt more like just uh copying of a performance um whereas like with pedro it definitely like you could see things like like elements of his performance that hearkened at different inspirations Mm -hmm. um but i felt like it was more nuanced especially like when you brought his son in and stuff to the equation
2: yeah Um, absolutely So yeah, totally. I mean, I didn't love her in it. The writing doesn't do her any favors. Let's put it that way. You know what I mean? I think I think the casting of Kristen Wiig as a character like Cheetah is actually kind of a little bit inspired. You know what I mean? Like there's, you could do something really interesting with that, but obviously the script doesn't really do her any favors. And I think one of the biggest biggest problems of this movie is they shouldn't have. Developed her so quickly into the cheetah character, like mm-hmm. she definitely should have been one of those characters that's kind of a side supporting character. And then in the mm-hmm. third movie, like you have a little bit more leeway to expand that arc. You know what I mean? As opposed to trying to do the whole thing in in one movie and having the Max Lord stuff, like it's just classic sequel. Are you
0: telling me that a superhero movie took a nerd with glasses and turned them into a villain too soon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that doesn't. That yeah. doesn't sound like something a superhero movie would do. Yeah,
2: it's it's classic. Uh, it's classic Edward Nigma It's classic Poison Ivy. You know what I mean? Like these are all the same sort Jamie of. Jamie Foxx, Yep, exactly. Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. one. You gotta have one Marvel villain in there. You know, even though it's technically not Marvel, it's Sony. But Marvel's not um, perfect. Uh, <laughs>
1: I mean, it will be Marvel soon.
2: That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. So I mean, it, it, like. It's fine. It, it, she's fine in it. You know what I mean? Again, I, I didn't love her. I didn't hate her. But um, I thought I thought she did in some a few interesting things, despite like all the shortcomings of of the the material. Um, and then the last my favorite thing... part
0: about this movie is that it's my highest rated trailer reaction on my YouTube channel.
2: I know that's what's really funny about it. Well, maybe you should watch the movie and react to the movie, Joel. People love you for nah. that. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, and me, then, they won't and then the last thing I wanted to touch on that I think is a really big issue with this movie is the fact that they keep Diana's arc is still reliant on the Steve Trevor angle and the Steve Trevor yeah. presence and I think that that just like really undercuts the character of Wonder Woman and the sort of mm-hmm. power and confidence that she has and that just really bugged me because they've done it three times now they did it in Wonder Woman they did it in Justice League and now they're doing it again here so
1: yep She's a woman, so obviously her weakness is her man.
2: Yeah, it's like, I, cool I, I guys. Just, yeah, I just, yeah. So my weakness um, would
0: be my man too if it was Chris Pine, right? What I mean,
2: how how could you not? Chris Pine in, a, in with a fanny pack too. I mean, what's what's oh. sexier than that? <laughs> um, Don't get I me mean, started. <laughs> Chris Pine shirtless with a fanny pack. How about that? Oh.
0: <laughs> um, okay. No, anyway, moving on. This yeah. isn't a Wonder Woman review podcast. I actually.
2: know. What? I know. I just we had to get my thoughts we, out on we that. We reviewed the whole fucking. But we movie. did
1: promise. We did promise. We were going to review it. Mm-hmm. So. All right, you we, fucking nerds. You
0: got what you wanted. It. All right. What do you got, Joel? I'm sorry. My sister sent me a meme that says, uh, "Baby Roach. What will happen if that human sprays us with Raid? Papa Roach." suffocation no breathing oh my god <laughs> oh my gosh. that is solid fucking gold that really um, is i watched a few things i'll try to keep it short because this has gone on for too long um i saw cobra kai uh i'm mm. pretty sure i'm caught up no i've got a few episodes left in season three which i think is the most current season on netflix it's not good by any means but i can't stop watching it um it's fun you yeah. know there's always a big difference between good and fun mm-hmm. um I'm having a great time watching it. None of them are good actors. They, you know, it's like it's a bunch of teen actors, and then like, I guess like Ralph Macchio is not horrible, but like, yeah, William Zabka is a fucking horrible actor. Yeah. I, I like, but you know, they brought him back because it's his character. Yeah. Um, but I love watching it. The fight scenes are really good. Um, I'm having a good time, which is all that matters, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. Nice. Do you remember? Do you remember when we worked with Martin Cove on Paint It Red, Joel?
0: I do, I do. Yeah. I've I've worked with his son Jesse Cove yeah, on, on a uh, bunch of different things, actually. Yeah. I remember
2: we worked with him on um, what was it, chocolate? I think it was right. Was yes. yes. that, is yeah, that's that what that shit was him? called? Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So I've worked with, and then he apparently plays uh, a character in an episode of Cobra Kai, and yeah. I didn't recognize him. Yeah, um,
2: definitely. But yeah, Martin Cove is the bomb.
0: Yeah, also not a phenomenal actor. Um, yeah, but, but they good. brought him back because it's his character yeah. uh, I realized like if you look at the original Karate Kid like none of the performances are like really that good yeah, that good. <laughs> yeah totally uh, so I so you shouldn't be expecting much from performances from this show but it's uh, again it's fun I enjoyed yeah. it if you like seeing people beat the shit out of each other um, which who doesn't <laughs> yeah it's good uh I, I said I watched the Night stalker there's not much to it if you kind of know the story of the Night stalker um really I think the most interesting part of the show is like hearing uh the cops kind of talk about it as opposed to like what we what what we all got from the media um the cops were just i think the interest the most interesting takeaway is like he was using a fake identity but they found like a business card for the dentist that he was using. So they tried to like stake out the dentist's office and the chief of police was like, you're spending too much manpower in overtime on this fucking dentist's office. (laughs) Um, Just like install an alarm and, you know, they can alert us if this dude comes back Yeah. the day after they pull the dudes from like watching the office, the guy comes back and the alarm is broken (laughs) and it's like, that's in like, like it's course, crazy of course yeah so yeah i it's like i was pretty familiar with the night stalker story just because i'm really into like true crime shit um but there was a lot in there that i didn't know from like the cop side of the story so that was it fun i guess nice. I'm, 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 I'm 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 describing everything as fun today uh <laughs> this night is Stalker's a happier joel fun than, you know yeah
1: yeah here we go <laughs> Murder. A pull quote fun. On, the, uh, on,
0: the, on the DVD <laughs> cover, you know? Joel Reeves from Pop Pop, the pop culture <laughs> podcast, says Night Stalker is fun. <laughs> question, question mark? What <laughs> the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> uh, still it's watching fun. The Expanse. It's uh, releasing weekly. It's uh, mm. some of the best sci-fi that has ever existed on the planet. So if you haven't watched it, you're dumb. Or you can re- uh, re- resolve yourself of your dumbness by watching the show. There you go. It's literally that easy. Uh, I can't wait for more. The next season is going to be the last, which kind of sucks, but we'll see how it ends. Yeah. Uh, um. Things I want to watch. I, I really <laughs> want to watch The Sound of Metal. Oh, <laughs> dude. Have you heard of that yet? It's
2: good, man. I, yeah. I watched it like uh, the beginning of December, I think, when it first came out. Mm -hmm. Big fan of that
0: Riz Ahmed guy,
2: dude. It's going to be a major awards contender this year, I think. Um, Yeah, and uh, the supporting. Remember you talking about it? Yeah, did you see it, Lauren, or no?
1: No, I remember you talking about it. Okay, yeah,
2: you you definitely got to check it out. I think you would appreciate it as well. I think the. uh, Just on a quick note, like I don't know if I mentioned this when I when I highlighted it last time. My biggest issue with this movie is that the metal music and sound of metal, like, does not it
0: is not very metal
2: doesn't sound like m- like <laughs> what metal i listen to sounds like like it's it feels like someone who doesn't listen to metal like trying to replicate like what they think metal sounds like but it's like not accurate at all but that's just like a tiny little chunk like there's like if my- you guys heard
0: yeah. the kind of music that taylor listens to you would you would have nightmares
2: well i listen to all kinds of music <laughs> but i was raised on rock and roll and heavy metal yes so um uh yeah, no, and it's funny because my buddy Brian, like you obviously you know Brian, but the he was in my um my uh wedding party, Lauren. Ah, the dude uh, who dropped
0: his gun in the hotel room. <laughs>
2: yeah, and broke his <laughs> bottle of jack that I gave him for fucking <laughs> for the wedding because he was so drunk. Um uh, sorry Brian for outing you there. This You're probably is not like... gonna listen to this anyway. So
0: This is like post wedding post yeah. like reception like after right? party so this is like late late night in the hotel room it's just <laughs> it's it's pretty much just like the groomsmen and their significant others right and like Brian's like sitting on this chair with his <laughs> wife in his lap and like we just hear this thud and we all look down and like his gun is on the ground <laughs> and he's like oh sorry that's my gun and everyone's like <laughs> uh... what
2: the fuck <laughs> yeah it's pretty funny cool, cool, um cool. but no he, he even he watched the movie and he was like dude for a movie that has oh, wow. sound of metal in it there wasn't much metal like that was his big criticism <laughs> i was like of course you would um but no it's it's, 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 it you say. it's a really powerful story i think to like on a serious what
1: thing, so. platform is it on
2: it's amazon. amazon
1: yeah amazon great okay yep cool
0: yeah cool okay great nice. um oh I've been watching 90 day fiance. We don't need to talk about that. You know, me and my trash television. Love it. If you like it, go watch it. Uh, first piece of news. Uh, who, where to start? We have more Marvel stuff. So I guess we'll start with the subpar, uh, superhero, uh, genre, which is the DC movies. Um, <laughs> nice nice dig there, Joel. Thanks.
1: Not wrong though. Which is the I may DC have said movies. that in my rant yesterday. So
0: yeah. uh so of of these two pieces of news, they're equally unimportant to me. Uh the Snyder Cut is a movie. Again. Yeah. It was a movie, <sighs> then it was gonna be a four-part mini like, uh, series, I maxi series. It's you know, on, on on HBO Max, but it's a movie again, i.e. four hour movie
2: yeah oh
1: my gosh and
2: just for the record just so everyone knows that's a half an hour longer than the irishman
1: can you can you tell me
2: (laughs) why this movie needs to be that long um because the longer the movie is uh the more it can suck
0: Mm. okay answer me this i've seen a lot of viagra commercials in my life Mm -hmm. and they tell me if your erection lasts longer than four hours you need to see a doctor. Should we be worried about a certain fan base on Twitter? Um, no.
1: If it, if this is what takes them out, yeah. fine. Yeah.
0: Karma. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> Karma. Um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, what can you say about this that we haven't already said? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I just think it's, I just, I just don't get how people still believe that Zack Snyder is this auteur filmmaker. Are they, th- I mean, he is an auteur to a certain respect. He does have a very distinctive style and, and a vision. I mean, you can't deny that, whether you like it or not. Like the guy knows not every auteur has to be good. The so. guy, the guy knows what he wants. You know what I mean? I would see. Here's the thing: is I would consider Michael Bay an auteur, and like, oh yeah, you know, we all know the pitfalls and benefits of someone like Michael Bay. So. Um, yeah. I mean, it just again it proves to me that that he doesn't really know what he wants. I don't think.
0: But why um, do you think they're? Cha- it's going to the same platform. So why do you think they're changing how they're releasing it? Uh, again.
2: I mean, it's like tough to they say. already
0: had it scheduled to be this fucking TV show. So why don't they just keep it as a fucking TV show?
2: It's tough yeah, to say. I, I mean,
1: mean uh, aside from the fact that like maybe they were doing it as a TV show. To because they were going to drop it episode by episode, you know, um, to keep viewership milk up those fucking subscribers.
0: Mm-hmm. But I'm
1: wondering if now, since they've already said they're putting their whole slate, Warner Brothers' whole slate on mm-hmm. there for the year, if they're like, mm, we don't need to use this to milk it anymore.
0: Yeah, that's actually a pretty good theory.
1: That's yeah. my only guess behind it. You is know, if, since it's going to be the same length, yeah. like,
2: well, and you know, you also have to think about it from a, from a Advertising and marketing perspective. If you just have to advertise for one release as opposed to like several releases over the course of a month or two months or whatever, you know. So at this point, I think Warner Brothers has spent so much fucking movie money on this movie that they're just like, let's just be done with it. You know what I mean? Like we just (laughs) we just want to get this off our hands and move forward because as we've learned too recently, like Zack Snyder does not have any plans for any future DC related things, right? So. Hallelujah, I mean, as, as he would say. As as far as I'm concerned, like this is a dead <laughs> horse that we've been beating for
0: three or four years now. Yeah, you know we love beating those dead horses. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, Snyder horse. I will. <laughs> I will say, I saw the trailer for his Army of the Dead movie. Mm. Looks pretty cool. Yeah. So if he could just go back to making zombie movies exclusively, mm-hmm. I'd be a happy camper. Yeah.
1: Or just not DC movies So just, that like Maybe yeah. we could get Some more good DC movies
2: Yeah Or just comic once. book And super Like do something different You know what I mean The only non-comic book Non-superhero movies made Is of the Dead You know So And it was good Yeah It's his best movie Um, I mean A movie was also written By James Gunn So that's part of the reason Yeah but Oh yeah 100%, never left, 100%. You know? Um. So yeah, I mean, I again, I don't know what else to say beyond what we've already said.
0: Yeah, all right. Moving on to equally unimportant news. Um, Ray Fisher <laughs> says that he's not in the Flash anymore. Um, I found the wording interesting because it doesn't say Cyborg is not in the Flash. He says, "I'm not going to be playing Cyborg in the Flash." So I don't know what that means. I mean, do I care? I, no, but I, I also thought... don't know.
1: I thought that it had also come out that they weren't going to replace him as Cyborg.
0: Possible. So that just means so, it's not gonna—he's just not gonna be in the movie. But yeah. this is obviously directly related to his uh, attempted war against Jeff Johns and Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I so here's the thing is like, I was never a big believer that Cyborg was really, regardless of Ray Fisher, obviously, like Cyborg, the character, was never really worthy of his own movie. You know what I mean? It, it, it I yeah. mean, it's a little bit of a different thing, but what I think about the like something in the Marvel realm is like Hulk, right? Like, Hulk in the MCU in filmic version works better as a supporting character. Um, in the bigger movies, and and he can pop in here and there to you know Thor or whatever it may be. Um, when mm-hmm. you try to make a Hulk movie, it almost usually never works, and I think there's a reason for that. And Marvel was smart enough to realize that it was also a rights issue too. So it kind of you yeah. Know.
0: But I'm I think, still kind of waiting for my for my Mark Ruffalo. Solo I mean, Hulk I, movie I and... would be down
2: <laughs> at this point because they've established the character well enough that they yeah. can like do that, and they it, like obviously yeah. there's there's hunger for that character like. I don't see people clamoring for a cyborg movie right now. You know what I mean? Like nope. I just I again I think he's better off as a supporting player because you know, showing up at the Flash or whatever. And you know, at this point it's like, is the Flash movie even gonna get fucking made? Because they've been talking about it for five or six years, I think, at this point, ever since I mean
1: they are they are casting over here in the UK. Oh, they are? Yeah, there that's you what I Whoa. just I found and out recently. I can't remember. So. There's
2: been so many different directors and writers on board. I can't even remember who the most recent person is. I'll have to look into that. But, I mean, I would just be, I would be happy if they just made a Flash movie. Like, just just make a Flash movie. You know, like, just, like, with Shazam. <laughs> just make a Shazam movie. You can do Black Adam and all the other shit, like, later. Um, so, well, you, you know, know
0: it's going to be Flashpoint, though. There's going to be all kinds of I fucking think that's, different. Versions I think that's and... a terrible
2: yeah. fucking idea. And I've always thought that you cannot start a Flash <laughs> franchise with Flashpoint. With it Flashpoint, makes no fucking yeah. sense.
0: Does anything that they do make sense?
2: No. And that's why it seems like more <laughs> likely than it, it, it probably will happen. And it's going to be a disaster.
0: I cannot wait to watch uh, Rome burn. <laughs>
1: I was like, you're not going to watch that and movie. By Rome... going with this <laughs> Yeah, I
0: was going to say,
2: like, <laughs> Joel, like, had to check himself mentally, like, right after. I'll, have to,
0: I'll have to watch it someday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it won't be, you know, anytime soon. Yeah. Um, oh, guys, I have terrible news. Uh, Liam Neeson is retiring from action movies again.
2: Really? Is that What? A, I thought that happened like what he five said. years ago. That's
0: what he said. No, he just did a he just did like a slew of them over the last like year. <laughs> yeah, uh, pandemic but guys. He's 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 retiring again. Mm-hmm. So cheers to Liam Neeson. Yeah, we'll see you in another ten years. Yeah, next and then you know what's funny movie. is
2: is is uh Frosty from Collider was asked him like, hey, would you ever love to like reprise your your uh, role as Qui Gon like perhaps in the Obi Wan series? And he's like, I would love to do it. Um, and so yeah, he won't be doing action movies until he shows up in Star Wars to do action.
0: No, you know he's gonna play a fucking force <laughs> ghost. Hey, man, that's that's not gonna be reaction-y. Come on, dude. Uh, I mean, it could be. Yeah. Who a force ghost fight? That would dude. Be that
2: cool. would be dope to see a force ghost fight between him and Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. I like that. Even though Darth uh, Maul's uh, not okay.
0: Dead. Moving on to Marvel. Uh, our best friend Karen Gillan is gonna <laughs> reprise her role as Nebula in Thor four. So Thor mm-hmm. 4 is turning into Spider-Man 3.
2: Yeah. I mean, th- th- honestly, this isn't surprising. Like, th- I mean, we knew the Guardians were going to have some sort of element in this. Yeah. And, and Nebula yeah. is part of the Guardians now. So it's like, I'm not surprised by that. I would expect this to be some sort of cameo. Um, you know, maybe they have Sorry, a little... Sorry,
0: all-time reigning paper football champ Nebula. <laughs> you, yeah, you, there, you you there you go. There you go. You can't uh, leave yep. that title off.
2: Yep, one hundred percent. And uh, yeah, so I mean, this isn't surprising. It's, it's a good thing. Um, I'm glad they're bringing yeah. her back. More, more character development on her end. Um, hopefully, we can get that Nebula TV series down the road.
0: Yeah, I mean, it only makes sense. Cool. I feel at the last we saw Peter Quill, he was out searching for Gamora. Only makes sense to have her sister there mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. in some capacity for the search yeah. or well, the and- mind.
2: If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, isn't it Thor and the, the Asgardians of the Galaxy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Exactly. Not surprised.
0: I just I just want Beta Ray Bill. So give me Beta Ray Bill. Oh my gosh. Uh, that's all. I'm I want. sure
1: he'll I'm sure he'll be there.
0: I'm still. I hope so. So I'm there's still a little
2: piece of my heart that's missing when we realized that Christian Bill wouldn't be pra- uh, playing Beta I Ray know. Bill. I know. Yeah. Um, but you know, hopefully but it'll
0: happen at, at some point. It's pretty cool. Uh, Look, I was sad too, but I'm fine yeah. with who he's playing. Oh yeah, he's going to do a great job no matter what. So that's you know, uh, Kevin Feige uh, announced and didn't announce a couple things over the last <laughs> Unannounced. few weeks. He <laughs> uh, he, <laughs> he uncast everybody. No, <laughs> um, Deadpool three is officially set to be inside of the MCU, and it's going to remain rated R. Which yes. is, look, kind of kind of small news considering you know like casting things and 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 whatnot, but kind of monumental that we're gonna have a rated yeah. R Disney film. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know, and, and I, like an yeah. MCU film. I, I it's mean. Rated R. I,
2: I'm happy about this. Like, I think there's, uh, and I'm yeah. glad they realize that there's definitely a place for that kind of stuff, like in the MCU. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and obviously, that's going to lay the groundwork for other things, like hopefully, um, Blade.
1: Blade. Blade.
2: You know, my first thought was like Blade can be R. Certain <laughs> certain X Men characters. You know what I mean? Like you could Wolverine. have like a, a Deadpool Wolverine spin off that's like super hardcore yeah. R rated, like because obviously that, that be seems cool. to work for both of those characters. So. Things like that mm-hmm. it opens a lot of doors and um, and yeah I mean uh, we can just keep wishing that that crossover is going to happen at some point so
0: it yeah. makes me sad and curious Scott Derrickson was fired or you know parted ways from Doctor Strange 2 mm-hmm. because they said he was trying to make it too dark, too horror movie. Mm-hmm. But then they go and announce that Deadpool is going to be rated R. I don't know if this is like something they came to fruition, you know, after the Scott Derrickson parting. Um I don't know, you know, do you think they now now regret this decision with Scott and I mean, Doctor I th- Strange two?
1: I think it it kind of lives in two different realms. Um because Deadpool isn't necessarily rated r for like horror and stuff you know it's uh, mostly language and some violence, yeah. it's mm-hmm. some violence yeah some violence yeah um whereas it could just have been that they don't want dr strange to go that horror direction mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i think it's less about like ratings and more about story content yeah right whereas like you can't not have deadpool be rated r especially once that's yeah. been established twice I mean, once upon He's a down. deadpool is
2: proof of that i went and saw that fucking <laughs> yeah. movie in the theaters and i was just like this is just not the same you know um
1: yeah i mean i liked it but it's definitely yeah not i
2: mean it, it was a fun experiment but it was just like and a it's like a i went to fuck, I paid for the same movie twice when you told me that this yeah. would be a different movie and it's really not you know but that's a, yeah it's neither here nor there uh- um I, but I agree with you in the sense that, Lauren, that's what I was going to point out is, like, these are two different approaches that we're talking about. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and I also think that, especially with the hiring of someone like Sam Raimi, that really tells me that, like, okay, Doctor Strange is going to be very much, like, um, the, the supernatural elements and stuff like that, but with horror, like, tinges to it, right? Like, if you think about mm-hmm. the Doc Ock scene from Spider-Man 3, like, that's oh, a, yeah. pretty much a straightforward horror scene but it's within the larger realm of like a Marvel superhero blockbuster. So Dude, that's I, such a good scene. I know it's probably one of the best scenes in any superhero movie ever. <laughs> like just as a standalone scene, you know. Yeah. Um and I just love the, the 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 evil dead vibes that he brings to. It. It's amazing. So good. Um the saw just coming mm-hmm. up and you know just everything mm-hmm. is just so ramy. Um and yeah, I mean I, I again, I think that like it isn't necessarily a bad thing that like Scott Derrickson left the project because um, he's going off to make like his horror movie right now. Like he's in North Carolina shooting. I think it's Good. him and Cargill. Um, they wrote this thing called, I think it's the red phone or the black phone or some, some contained like a uh, horror movie that they're going to make now that they wrote. So it actually sounds really interesting. It's a Blumhouse movie. Um, nice. But point being is that I think there's room for both of those things. Like, especially with the whole, um, what was it? The star I think it's called on a uh, Disney plus that they're going to be putting out that whole yeah, section yeah, of yeah. adult content, you know? So, yeah. I mean, it, it, I don't, I don't really see this as an issue or like the MCU, like breaking from character. If anything, they're just diversifying.
0: Yeah, dude. I mm-hmm. segue. I got high as fuck and watched the invisible man. Oh yes.
2: That's a <laughs> that gr-
0: shit was fucking awesome.
2: It's a great fucking movie, dude. It's a, yeah. it's a great movie. It and might told, actually.
0: I, I remember when we were talking about it, and I was like, "Do they have like a plausible explanation for why he's invisible?" And you were like, "Yeah, it, just wait." And it's don't nuts, say it. Bro. I haven't seen it. it's, okay.
2: it's really it's, smart. It's insane. it's really smart the way that they bring the yeah. character like the, modernize that that concept.
0: Is, yeah, is yeah. Really... It is a textbook uh, explanation in like gaslighting. It's like mm-hmm. it is. Oh yeah. 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 It's insane. I had so mm-hmm. much fun with it. Yeah. Anyway um something he kevin feige didn't announce but may as well have uh charlie cox has been rumored to be in spider-man 3 for a very long time mm-hmm. i mean we even we even speculated at the end of far from home of like oh man peter Parker's gonna need a lawyer named yeah. matt murdoch mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. kevin feige was asked about the netflix properties and he I think by Frosty actually from Collider was yeah. saying like, Hey, where do all these Netflix properties, uh, l- like l- land in the MCU? Mm-hmm. And he said, Oh, you know, we're always looking at all Marvel properties, comics, Netflix, you know, movies. Yeah. We're looking at everything, you know, to take, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Take <laughs> to take inspiration. Yeah. To take inspiration yeah, advantage. from yeah. and, uh, then frosty i think just point blank asked him like yo is charlie clock cox gonna be in spider-man three and kevin feige smiled and just looked at him and didn't answer the question <laughs> <laughs> he's all you dirty <laughs> motherfucker i mean you can s- just like just yes. say no if it's not gonna happen yeah so yeah
2: uh... well i i think that's i think that's telling like if if it's not happening feige's the type of guy that's like no that's not in the cards yeah right now. yeah you know?
0: So it seems so like-, like Charlie Cox is going to be in Spider Man Three. Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> but I mean, wasn't there set photos of him on on the set in Spider Man Three? And I, I haven't seen set photos,
0: of? but we had got reports that he had been that that he had finished filming.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, I don't know if you guys. Have but seen- I never saw anything.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen any of the recent set photos. I think the movie's going to be set during uh, winter. Christmas. And Christmas yeah. time.
0: Yeah. Taylor, if you ever read the fucking group chat. Oh, no, I know. I do. <laughs> I do. My favorite thing um, is like when. My favorite he's thing just is trying when, to
1: see, make it more off the cuff. Like we exactly. don't yeah. plan every yeah, single none, thing
2: None
0: of this is planned. What are he you just, talking about, Joel? No, my favorite thing, thing is when Lauren and I will post something in the group chat and then like an hour later, <laughs> Taylor posts the same link and he's like, look at this. And we're like, yeah, we, we, we Scroll already, up,
1: dude. We <laughs> already talked about it. <laughs> Welcome to our conversation. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, no, they showed the set photo show Peter uh, going to MJ's job that looks like a coffee shop or like a cake shop or something, and he's nervous Peter Parker, like he mm-hmm. always is. Um, which I don't know what you have to be nervous about. She knows you're Spider-Man now. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. It, it'll yeah. be cool. I'm I want to want Charlie Cox in this movie, but there's too many fucking people in it. So I don't know how to feel about it.
2: Well, I, again, yeah. I, I feel like this is going to be more of a cameo. Um, I don't see this being like a, a major role. You know what I mean? Um, Especially because there's Do already... Do we
0: think s- full Daredevil or just Matt Murdock? I think Matt Murdock. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Same. Because if they're going to bring him into the MCU, they're going to redesign the Daredevil look, and I don't think right. they would just go with what Netflix had done.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: it's. I mean, it's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You yeah, know what I mean?
2: That's true. But they're also doing uh, two different things, so you have to remember that. Right. Uh,
0: yeah. Casting news. Ethan Hawke, notorious for shitting on superhero movies, <laughs> uh, cast in Moon Knight as the lead villain. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> apparently money can buy Happiness. <laughs> um, hey,
2: unless he finds it like it's a really interesting character to dig into or a really interesting story, you know? I mean, that's yes. ultimately yeah. like he's the type of actor that that's ultimately what he responds to. So true. Yeah. I mean, this is the guy that was also in fucking Valerian. So, I mean, you know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the best sci fi movie of all time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Luke, Luke Basson over here. Um. I know. Ugh. Look, my favorite meme of all time is the Moon Knight. It's like the. It's the photo shot from the comic panel, yeah. which yeah. I, I I want it to be real so bad, but it's not. Where he's like, Dracula, where are you at, you big fucking nerd? Where's my money? <laughs> yeah, where's my um, money? <laughs> I want Ethan Hawke to play Dracula.
2: That would be amazing, <laughs> dude. But also, like, dude, this is why you need to watch uh, Wonder Woman 84, because, like, Ethan Hawke, Dracula, with the energy of Pedro Pascal in that movie.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Yes.
0: Uh... Um, I'm not a huge Moon Knight guy so I don't yeah. even know where to begin on who he could be playing mm-hmm. um, but it's just it's too dude it's Oscar Isaac and fucking Ethan Hawke in a movie <laughs> together yeah. or a, a show it's a show I think I've said a movie a yeah. couple times totally yeah the show okay. um, but fuck that's yeah. gonna be good.
2: Yeah, it just brings. it's just. I mean, this is totally random, but it's just funny to see how like Oscar Isaac going from all these big blockbusters, and then you realize like he was in a ska band in his twenties and shit, and it's just so a funny. Christian, yeah, ska, a Christian band. ska band. Yeah, dude, you should see the pictures. Not just the ska band. But... You know. It's a trip. It's really. I a did trip.
1: not know that.
2: Yeah,
0: I just christian ska to me cuz like a ska song would be like we drink beer and we smoke weed and i feel like a christian ska band would be like jesus he rose on the third day and you're like what the fuck is happening <laughs> huh
1: that's funny
0: Christian Scott makes no sense, man.
2: uh, Just, you know, again, that's a total, like, non sequitur, but I just, it's funny seeing how far he's come as an actor, so.
0: Yeah, okay. Now that we've gotten real, real news out of the way, there is a rumor, and it's been confirmed by a couple people on Twitter, a couple people that usually get some pretty good scoops that have turned out to be correct. One person claiming that he has actually completed the Spanish dubbing for this character in WandaVision, uh, if you don't want spoilers, if this comes out to be true, skip ahead like five minutes. Um, but Evan Peters is supposedly coming back as mm. uh, Quicksilver in WandaVision.
2: That'd be really. Would, I mean, be, it...
0: you know, they bought Fox.
2: Yeah, I mean, it would be yeah. groundbreaking in the sense that like this is the first time we've actually seen one of those actors from the Fox movies actually appear in the MCU. So, I mean, that's obviously something we've been talking about a little bit here and there. But, um, I mean, so I do know that Paul... I don't know if you guys saw this, but Paul Bettany said there's basically... A big name in WandaVision that they haven't revealed. It's not on IMDb. Like it's mm-hmm. gonna be a big surprise. So we're gonna right. see someone.
0: I don't think that's someone. Evan Peters, though. He said no, it's an no. actor he's always wanted to work no. with, and I, I love Evan Peters, but I don't think Paul <laughs> Bettany is like, man, that Evan no, Peter no, no, no.
2: is someone and, I've I, always wanted to work well, with. Well, no, and that was yeah. that was my point. Like I I, I yeah. definitely there's a big name coming. I I for me, I would file this one more than to take it with a grain of, grain of salt rumor type of thing, because I just it's hard for me to believe that out of all the X Men characters, they would have Evan pa- like bring in Evan Peters. Mm. Not it's, only that, when it's, they, her,
0: but- it's her brother,
1: <clears throat> yeah.
2: Well, yes, but the but the point being is that they've already done Quicksilver, so why don't they just use Aaron Taylor Johnson? You know what so I mean? I There's have, no reason so to I like have recast some that
0: theories about this theory. Okay, um, <laughs> I think it makes sense in just in the fact that. Okay, so let me start with saying I don't think he's, I don't think he's real. Well, of course I don't think yeah. it will sure. actually be Quicksilver. Yeah. Sure. So it makes sense in the fact that she's like creating alternate realities, right? So she creates an alternate reality where her brother's not dead, and it's Evan Peters instead of Aaron Taylor, Taylor Johnson because it's not really her brother. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or there's just the fucking you know there's there's the fucking batshit crazy one where she just folds the universes together yeah and it is her brother yeah. you know like you can see yeah. her you know look what's like the monkey's paw right like she yeah. says like yeah. oh like i want my brother back mm-hmm. thinking it's gonna be who she knows as her brother yeah but it's the multiverse mm-hmm. so she gets a different br- yeah. You know, yeah like, it, so it it's, like be
2: yeah. it's like the wishing stone um no I'm exactly yeah like but i mean it is but it was a more <laughs> but it is. yeah um no yeah. Well, and, i and, mean go ahead learn
1: no I mean just even technically the the, the wishing Stone like is in the, the movie it yeah. is the monkey's paw <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 exactly
0: but it's like she could wish for her brother or you know or, or create her brother and it's just it's it's Evan Peters instead. Yeah. Know, it's like well, I think on a story if I was perspective, an executive, I would want to fold in the X-Men from Fox and get Evan Peters then stick with Aaron Taylor Johnson.
2: Well, well, okay, so I definitely agree that Evan Peters is the more successful interpretation of that character. Um, the the and I I think on a story level, like I could agree with that. Like you could definitely justify that in some way. So if it is true, like I wouldn't necessarily be surprised by it. But what I have trouble understanding is like why the executives would want to create confusion in that regard. Because the thing mm-hmm. you have to remember is that a lot of average viewers like aren't necessarily going to make that connection if if the, if the Evan Peters is also Quicksilver different from the other Quicksilver they've already established. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't really see that as something Kevin Feige would do because it would create a, a lot of confusion. Maybe I'm wrong, but it just doesn't feel um, like something that might, that, that they would pull off this early. You know what look, I mean? Look, we'll
0: just fold this into the mean, Vision yeah. review, which is what this episode is about. Yeah. I think that they're kind of foregoing, conf- I don't think they give a fuck who they're confusing now because... we all watched those first two episodes yeah that but we also watched those episodes of wandavision and they're fucking weird man you know what i mean like i think they're foregoing giving a shit what people think
2: well i think that's different like wandavision doing its own thing as opposed to like bringing in people from another franchise even though technically it's the same franchise now
1: but but that's literally what they're doing with the next spider-man movie
2: yeah. Uh, yes, but you have to remember so, that Spider-Man, the next Spider-Man movie is mostly Sony pulling the strings like we've discussed before. You know what I mean? So this isn't Marvel in full control. Marvel has a stake. Disney has a stake as a result. Sure. But but Sony is sure. the one who's technically producing it and they make all the calls. They call pretty much all the shots. Obviously, they consult Lefeige, but at the end of the day, Sony has the, the final say. So that's the difference there. Sure. I
1: just, I still don't think that it completely rules it out that they wouldn't do that with Wanda. No,
2: Vision. I'm, I'm right. not saying it would rule it out. I just think it's far more unlikely
0: than you guys do. Okay, let me get, let me throw something even more unlikely into your realm yeah. through your batter's box. Let me pitch yeah. this over to you. Let's do it. Um, Wanda and Pietro are the son and daughter of Magneto. And this is just how they're introducing mutants into the world.
2: I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but the problem yeah. with that is that it's a reality that Wanda's creating. It's not the actual real world of the MCU that we've seen. At least mm. so far, I, that's, mean, that's the, however, I think that's the intent of what yeah. we're seeing. So go ahead and look. She can I create mean, reality, though. Yes.
1: Yeah, but we also don't know that the entire show is going to be in a reality she created, and we don't know when exactly. supposedly Evan comes in, so yeah. he could be in the real world, or mm-hmm. he could be a...
2: Yeah, and that's an exactly and that's totally an assumption on my part. So I don't know. I like if it happens, I'm totally for it. Like I'm not against it at all. I'll be like, cool, yeah. this is really awesome. But I just I just don't think that like now is the time to, to pull that trigger quite yet. Maybe I'm wrong, but it just feels like it's a little bit too it'd early. Be,
0: it'd be crazy if he came in and he was like, You have to come see father, and she's like, What do you mean? Her parents died in Sokovia, and he's like our dad's right there. And he's and it's Michael he, Fassbender. Sorry, Ian McKellen. Yeah. <laughs> I like that we both said two different magnets. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> dude, <laughs>
2: Fastbender for me, man. I love Ian McKellen, obviously, Sir Ian McKellen, but like Fastbender is, is just so freaking amazing as that guy. I know, he did, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just so good, dude. Um me I really. actually honestly, like if that were to be one of the roles that they didn't recast, like that would make me just the happiest. And we could have yeah. Fassbender play Magneto until he gets old. You know what I mean? I'm serious. That would be amazing. Yeah, no, uh, it'd be great. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So this is
0: a huge rumor. I just think yeah. it's got to hold some grain of salt. I think because I, I, this per, like I said, this guy on Twitter confirmed that he had just finished doing the dubbing for the Spanish version of the show, mm. um, and just with all the multiverse stuff, it's not hard to believe. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like if you had told me this a year ago, I would have been like, eh, I don't yeah. know.
1: Yeah, I am but, surprised though that that like, guy's saying anything with the Marvel NDAs, but
0: right, it's probably not. I mean, I think at that point, it's probably not through Marvel. He's probably contracted through uh, like a trans, like a translate team. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah I mean, I'm sure agency. he's not hired
1: by Marvel, but I'm sure that they still have to sign an MDA for that. Oh, yeah, like
2: absolutely. All right, so... Look, what, what,
1: all the
0: NDAs I've broken in my lifetime. So
2: yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah,
0: what, what Not we Not on have?
1: Twitter, though.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's seriously in a public forum. Just, just on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which I guess that's proof that nobody fucking listens because I haven't been sued yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that goes right into WandaVision, which we all watched. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Taylor?
2: Yes, I did. I did. Okay, good. Nope. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Sarah work on the trailer. It's
1: gonna be Mando part two where Taylor doesn't stay on track.
0: Yeah. You better watch every fucking week, motherfucker. Oh, um, I, do, I, do. I watched it I watched it at midnight, bitch.
2: I didn't. I watched I it like, the next morning. Uh oh, you I should have I spoilers. <laughs> <at> <laughs> there wasn't much to spoil like.
0: I know.
1: <laughs> I watched it at like I watched it like two hours after it came out.
0: Nice. nice so 10 a.m yeah. yeah nice uh first thoughts what'd you guys think it was funky lauren
1: i just want to say i told you so
2: what do you mean i yeah. told
1: you so oh that it was gonna I be told awesome? you so. yeah yes yeah. from the moment that it was announced mm-hmm. at hall h i said that's gonna be dope and everyone was like mm, i don't know that sounds weird that what? This doesn't make sense. I was like, no, it's going to be rad. It's mm-hmm. going to be so cool. I only and... had
0: so much erection to spread around all of the things that they announced. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I was I wasn't giving it properly to that show because <laughs> yeah. I was too busy dying over Blade. Yeah.
1: I mean, the, the, I told you so wasn't directly at you. You were not the everyone, only everyone. Yeah. It was literally yeah. like everyone was like, yeah. what, a, who cares about WandaVision? I'm mm-hmm. like, mm gonna be dope um no i think it is um so far i'm very intrigued by it um it's i think it's honestly groundbreaking uh, as far as like production goes mm.
0: um
1: you know that creating the or rather recreating all the processes of the various tv shows during the various eras that they touch upon um you know from the behind the scenes video that I saw, it looked like even the audience at the live audience taping was in period costume.
0: Well, wow. that's fine. I, I may have, I may have imagined that, that again, yeah. but
1: it looked like when they scanned the audience. And if so, like that adds a whole another level to it. But yeah. um, so far, I think it's I think it's really clever. It's really fun to see. I'm really loving seeing Paul Bettany in this mm. comedic. Really, really comedic, mm-hmm. classic, like Dick Van Dyke He's killing it. Yep.
2: Yeah.
1: And um, Paul Bettany getting seeing...
2: to, to be Paul Bettany as opposed to having to wear all the prosthetics and shit. Yeah, you know? right. It's yeah, awesome.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He's um, probably stoked. Yeah, seriously.
1: Yeah. No makeup trailer. I just think everyone's doing a phenomenal job um, capturing that classic 50s sitcom style.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, Taylor. Who who better to bring back into a sitcom than Kitty from that '70s show? I mean,
2: show? especially in the first episode, you know, it it sets a sets a precedent. Um, yeah, absolutely. Spoilers
1: Hi, when yeah. she does the the eye thing and the door knocker thing. I was like, yeah, <laughs> this is why we have Kitty Foreman, everyone. Yep,
0: exactly. It was so good, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I I I don't. Because I know we saw, I think, that dinner scene in a trailer, but I feel like I forgot that Kitty was in it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was just, I was so, I was elated. I was like, oh, God, it's Kitty. Yeah so
2: good. Which is funny because jeborah Joe Rupp like although she's obviously famous for like being in that 70s show, like in that show she plays like a 50s mom so perfectly, so transplanting like transplanting that sort of energy into this show is just like it's I mean, I said before, Debbie yeah, Joe Rupp change. for life. Like that 70s show is one of my favorite, <laughs> if not my favorite sitcom of all time and obviously yeah. uh the, the 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 dynamic between Red and Kitty in that show is, is my favorite. And um especially as you get older like that Mm-hmm. That relationship really hits home mm-hmm. in a in a, in a, a hilarious way. Um <laughs> funny enough, I saw someone, I don't I think maybe I retweeted it, but someone was like, yo, we should get um we should get uh red the guy who plays red, oh my god, I'm totally blanking on his name right now, to play Modoc um in the MCU. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, that would be amazing. Like <laughs> yeah. I am oh all god. for this.
1: His bald oh, ass head.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um Kurtwood Smith that is, Kurt Smith f- is yeah. his name. Indeed. Um yeah. So, I mean, uh, I, I definitely agree with you, Lauren. I, I really enjoyed um, everything this show does. And obviously we're still, you know, only two episodes in. So there's a lot of it's mystery. You know, we it's don't we don't really know what the show is or what it's really about. You know what I mean? Yet. Um, mm-hmm. uh, other than being the sort of sitcom riff that we've been seeing. Um, yeah, and I have to agree with you on the front of you know the sort of home the homage homage um to all these different sitcoms, like obviously episode one is a dim- dick dick van Dyke right like that's mm-hmm. definitely yeah. that that fifties vibe, but what I found interesting is that each episode like had like has a little bit of a different flair to it, so it's not all just that like obviously the second episode is a homage to I dream of genie, which is yeah. if I'm not mistaken, a sixties show right yeah or is that yeah. late okay, yeah. So, from what I can tell, it every... Have, it
1: may have started late 50s, but it was mostly 60s.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So, it has that aesthetic. And I, basically, what I took from that is like, okay, every episode, we're going to be working up the decades to mm-hmm. the current time to what TV as we know it now is. Um yeah. Which is where and... I think this show is really going to get crazy, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I guess this is really... Stu- okay. The point I want to make is based on what we're talking about right now. So... Mm-hmm. Um, this is look. We're jumping full spoilers. You know how we do it on this podcast. Yeah. I mean. Um. But this is like I'm I'm going full spoilers like the end of episode two. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. They see the beekeeper guy come out of the sewer or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. She says like no. And then and then we change into a different era of sitcom with color, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to see a vibe where like every time she st- tries to stop whatever's happening or from whoever coming into mm-hmm. her world every time she wants to change reality is when we're going to get like a new era of sitcom. Mm -hmm. It seems like, yeah, I dig it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, definitely the next episode, I would not be surprised if it's something like Brady Bunch or something like that from oh, the yeah. 70s. Well, especially oh, because yeah. she's pregnant now, too. So you're going to have the family exactly. element. Exactly. Um, mm. You know, so I mean, pregnant, you know, whether she's actually pregnant right. uh, Yeah. Debatable. But point being is, yeah. And and, and what's really interesting, too, is they have uh, I don't know if you guys noticed the sword references. Yes. Um, they're pretty over. Yeah, you absolutely. know what I mean? Um, so that you know, that's really cool. Like, they're integrating all those things and and teasing it out. Um, you know, just jumping back to the whole um, uh, eras, you know, of of TV, if you will, that they're covering. Like, I just think that's like a really, really smart way to introduce the MCU to TV, right? Because it's essentially Mm -hmm. them looking back and saying, okay, this is what TV was, and this is what it became, and this is what it is now. And then here's what we're going to do with it. You know what I mean? So it's a really, yeah. really smart. And I think it's kind of subtle in that way. Like people aren't going to realize that until we get to the later episodes. But I just think it's yeah. a really smart way to say, okay, we, we we changed the movies forever with the MCU. Now we're going to do that with TV, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I just – it's really exciting in that regard.
1: It's a I happy love that accident
0: they... that it's a first thing to come out too because it wasn't yeah. supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah I love – just like all the subtleties of it too though like you were saying like the sword references and like you know everything they're dropping and the the commercials okay, that they a... make you mm-hmm. know for the time period yeah. but it's all obviously like early stark references and such mm-hmm. so. so
2: i actually have a theory on that 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 i found on, uh, on twitter someone posted I this i also and... have a theory yeah so do you <laughs> want to go first joel or do you want me to go first
0: our theories are probably pretty similar. Yeah. Um I I find that most people on Twitter uh I I ag- ag- agree with yeah. when it comes to just general MCU theories. Um but I mean, I think it's just her compartmentalizing her traumas in her life. Mm-hmm. Um because yeah. the Stark toaster is like the repulsor beams is like the sound the toaster's making mm-hmm. and i just it's so like stark was responsible for the death of her parents mm-hmm. so that's like her compartmentalizing trauma into a commercial on this tv and this fake world she's living in yes mm-hmm. and then the watches are hydra which is strucker. baron von strucker yep. mm-hmm. who was who was um uh, experimenting on her and Pietro.
2: Well, they're they're the ones. Strucker's the one responsible for their creation.
0: So right, yeah. yeah. So that's just her compartmentalizing that mm-hmm. trauma yep. as well. So I, yeah. it's, it seems like that's the same theory that you have. Yes,
2: yes, <laughs> okay. and and I think it's it it, it it totally it totally makes sense, and it's like a mind blown kind of moment where you're like, okay. You think these commercials are just, like, one-off little, like, references that are kind of fun, you know, like a Stark toaster, you know, and a Strucker watch, like, ha, 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 you know what I mean? Like, But what I really love about what they're doing is they're serving a purpose and they're telling a story, right? right. Whether it's people who don't realize, like, her backstory or get, don't know the inside to her backstory, which, I mean, most people should at this point who've watched all the movies and yeah. stuff at least. Um, but it's also telling that story in, like, a way that's inventive and unique and original and also fun. So I'm yeah. I'm all about that and and like it obviously just maximizing like um what you do with the show, you know, the creative potential. So.
0: Yeah, well I mean she's clearly created this alternate reality to escape from, you know, the traumas in her life. Um or at least that's my theory so far. Mm-hmm. Not that she's been like captured by someone, right? So Yeah. yeah. If she's living a good life <laughs> in this fake world she's created, there has to be an outlet for the bad things that have happened in her life mm-hmm. you, so i yep. just yeah i f- i find it extremely inventive and fun mm-hmm. that like while she's living this fun uh perfect husband wife life that there's like these commercials on tv that are like yeah but your life used to suck <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly it's Like remember this yeah and what? She can't fully escape from it. I totally. mean,
1: commercials often are earworms, so it's like <laughs> yeah, perfect.
0: True, it's true. Um, so yeah, true.
2: and then uh, the other thing. Um, dang, I was going to mention something. Oh, I love the aspect ratio. By the way, I don't know if you guys noticed these—the four by three aspect ratio, which was standard for TV yep. at the time, and we'll probably still get that until at least the two thousands, because I think around what two thousand, two thousand—I don't know—something like that mid 2000s um everything went widescreen so yeah i'm so pretty sure really nice next touch.
0: episode we're going to start getting some real world footage as well and mm-hmm. it'll be cool to see it, if Difference. it yeah. if it like uh yeah. switches back and forth
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah exactly and i'm I, I mean i wouldn't be surprised if they did that um and uh dang i'm still trying to think there's something else i was going to highlight and i can't for the life of me it'll come back to me so you
0: keep thinking i'll keep talking exactly um, <laughs> I think it's I think the 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 discovery of the toy helicopter with the sword logo on it. Mm-hmm. I think it's another like compartmentalization of her. I think so Monica Rambo, if we are not mistaken, grew up to be like a like a fighter pilot mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the time of um Miss Marvel until now. Yeah. So I'm theorizing that sword or someone sent Monica in a, like you know, like a helicopter to kinda like maybe try to infiltrate yeah. wherever Wanda is. And I'm thinking it's like a dome. You Did you not even... show the dome? Yeah.
2: <laughs> the Stephen King show. Well it horrible was the Stephen King concept, yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, Hor-
0: I th- horrible show.
1: I thought you were talking about biodome. Um also
2: a horrible concept. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I actually I really I have a soft spot in my heart for that movie, so I will say that.
1: Yeah um do you mean captain marvel yes
0: either. between yes. captain marvel and now yes. okay yes 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 um so i think i'm i'm like theorizing because i in mean, some of the trailers they show this weird like pink like like wall type thing mm-hmm. um i'm thinking it's like a like a like a dome that might be like taking over like a city or you know whatever the fuck i think like monica goes in and like wanda like either forces a crash you know or whatever like yeah so like that takes over that helicopter that's why she's there yeah and the helicopter's there she's like compartmentalizing it like oh this is a cute toy it's like no you just fucking you you just destroyed that shit yeah yeah um again a theory i find it pretty credible
2: yeah we'll see i mean you know this 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 is definitely the type of show that's like it's going to be measured, you know, definitely for the first couple episodes. But this shit's going to go off the rails, you know. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, my, a oh,
0: yeah. My mom, like in, in a good way. In a good way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My mom's best friend was like, I can't get into it. And she and, and like, look, all credit to her. She's like a huge fan of like Buffy. Mm-hmm. She's seen all of the other MCU movies. And I had to like tell my mom to tell her like, just, just wait. wait. Yeah. Just wait. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> it's all it's all going to come.
2: One of my the biggest things I'm seeing right now, right, is that like people are like, this show's too slow, like I can't get into it, like it's it's blah 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 blah. Like, okay, first of all, have you ever watched a season of TV? Like, and I think I think part of it is we all lived through
0: Game of Thrones season eight, okay. I
2: mean, come on, seriously. But I think part of it is that that especially that since this is the first show, like Marvel is establishing a different format um you know and obviously they have you know the way they make movies is is they have the formula you know what i mean even though each movie is different to a certain respect like they all have those key storytelling points that they usually try to follow right um like you know if you look at iron man and doctor strange those movies aren't so different you know what i mean we're not so different you and i um but uh but point being is is I think a lot of people have that expectation of like okay we're gonna go see a marvel movie and we're gonna expect action in the first five minutes like the movie's gonna open with Mm -hmm. an action scene or something like that and then we'll get in the story well this is something different like you i mean you can't you can do that but then you're just making a movie you're not making a tv series you know and so i just i don't understand like why people are like two episodes in like oh it's not good enough or i'm not hooked or this is boring like no you're just not watching what they're showing you, you know what I mean, you're choosing to be bored as opposed to like being engaged in the story because there's definitely a lot there. Um in we're yeah. reading
0: of, out we're reading out the Snyder Bros. Uh, I mean in the first
2: two episodes to a certain respect. I, I yeah. and this is this is what really bugs me about this, right? Is that the same people who are saying that shit are the people who are the DC stands who are like Marvel's boring, they only have a cookie cutter formula, they never do anything interesting or different and it's like and and that's the they're like well at least DC like has some variety and there's some dark stuff in there and tone you know again all that stupid bullshit and it's like <laughs> and it's like okay Marvel's actually doing something different doing something original and hopefully doing something unique and yet you're complaining that it's boring like you can't have your cake and eat it in that respect right yeah. so that's that's the thing that's really bugging me where it's like. It's just so slow. I can't get into it, and like, I mean, my mom watched it, and she was like, "It is kind of slow." Like, she she was watching it, but she was also like, "There's you know, there's not much happening." And I can I can I get that because she's not huge. She's seen most of the MCU movies, but she's yeah. not huge yeah. into the details. And like, I mean, when Vision uh, when they have that exchange where Wanda uh, Wanda, uh, I think Vision says, "Oh, my wife, all's throwing saucers," and "Oh, Vision, my husband with the indestructible head." Like yeah. that's literally yeah. a reference to Infinity War. Like I don't know if you guys yeah. – I mean it's pretty obvious yeah. if you know. But like someone like my yeah. mom or an average viewer like might not make that connection. You know what I mean? So um, I don't know. I just i just don't see that perspective. Like if you get seven or eight episodes in and you're like, well, this is kind of boring still, I could understand that as a little bit more of a criticism. Um, For sure. But it's like sitting there and watching like the first ten minutes of a movie and being like, well, oh, this is boring. I don't care. You know, it's like, but,
1: well, exactly. Because uh, also how much content have they really watched? yeah think about it
0: exactly One these hour.
1: episodes are less than 30 well, minutes no, god not take even away hour. the credits mm-hmm. and it's like the 14,000 40 minute credits.
2: yeah exactly so
1: it's really not moving that slow yeah
2: no it's not it's in it's, the it's,
1: grand scheme of the nine episodes yeah. also and, and, and also a lot has happened the second half of episode two especially
2: mm-hmm. yeah like, and there's a lot
1: of shit just dropped so how can you not
2: i know what's the mystery building you know the mystery box and yeah. all that stuff but but you know, even even then, like it, it this the show is doing really interesting things in terms of like obviously like most of what this show is doing so far in terms of the sitcom aspects and the different decades and all that stuff isn't necessarily groundbreaking, but it is, in my opinion, like a really um it's just really smart and 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 and, and it's like an homage, but it's also, again, like I was saying, like kind of pushing TV into the next phase, hopefully, with the MCU. And so, yes. you know, you have to understand that this is what TV shows were doing at the time, right? It's not yeah. just, oh, we're going to do this, and it's not really resemblant of uh, – or emblematic, I guess, if you will, of what I Dream of Jeannie was doing or what the Dick Van Dyke show was doing. And so for me, it's not as big of an issue. What it really tells me is like, okay, you've never watched like – classic sitcoms you know what i mean yeah. that that's right. what that tells me because for me this is like right on the money in terms of you know emulating those things so yeah, um, yeah. i don't and know i just
1: that's what i meant by by the show being groundbreaking is you're right like they're not doing new things when it comes to the sitcom format per se mm-hmm. but the way they're using yeah. these like you said these shows that were groundbreaking at the time mm-hmm. and tropes that they use yeah. like like the double beds.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Sleeping in separate beds. Exactly. And that, you know, the joke of pushing them together. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah.
0: How do you make it's... babies when you sleep in two separate beds? Whose bed do you fuck on? <laughs> I mean,
1: clearly push them together. Yeah. Obviously.
0: And then you mm-hmm. pull them apart when Wanted you're done with your us. Yeah. yeah. That seems like a hassle.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Cardio. Um,
0: <laughs> strength training uh, and fucking. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, there you go. Also, something, uh,
2: something we haven't touched on. Catherine Hahn is a fucking dream yes. in this show. Yes. She is a big part of the reason for me why this show even works in the first mm-hmm. two episodes is she is just so she's on point. Spot man. on. Yes. And I've I've never like, I like Catherine Hahn, but I've never been like her biggest fan. But like, I mean, after seeing oh, her I, in this, I'm I, just I. like, oh my God. Like I've always enjoyed her and stuff, but I'm not like, oh my God, Catherine Hahn's like my favorite actress, you know? Yeah. Um but I after have, this, I, have, I mean a, I have a crush on Catherine Hahn. She's she's <laughs> very I mean, adorable. So. Yeah.
1: um no I think it's really fun to see her in this knowing or rather hypothesizing where it might go um or who because she I is. feel like it is yeah but I also feel like it is a quite different what we've seen of her so far is quite different from anything else she's played mm-hmm. um like I feel like she usually plays more like real life grounded characters too, so to see her in this character role is really exciting to me
0: yeah, I just uh, think of that like, It's
2: a gas. And I'm like, oh my
1: yeah.
0: God, it's so good. You guys want to follow me over here to Joel's Theory Corner? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it.
1: Are you going to talk about the brooch? Um, no,
0: but you oh. can tell me about that. Um, you go
1: first. You go first.
0: I believe that Catherine Hahn, the character of Agnes, is playing Agatha Harkness. Hmm. Agatha Harkness is a uh, a one of the I don't know if it's the only or one of the only surviving witches from the Salem Witch era, who uh, in the comics it's really long and convoluted about like her son's important blah 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 who cares yeah uh, the the most important thing in in this regard is that she teaches Wanda magic mm-hmm. right so like Wanda clearly has this hex magic that she's using Mm -hmm. um in the comics agatha harkness uh kind of like uh is like her mentor like uh trains her in in the way of this magic and i think i think agnes agatha harkness i just think it's too i just i just think it's so either
2: it's happening or it's just simply an homage in the name because you know how they'll do that sometimes well they'll just homage certain things and not really use it so it's either of those things for sure
1: so this is part of the same theory. Mm-hmm. Um, the brooch. Um, if mm-hmm. you look at pictures of of Agatha Harkness in the comics, she yeah. has mm-hmm. this brooch, yeah. and then mm-hmm. Catherine Hahn wears a brooch in the show. Oh, okay. yeah, that
2: yeah. So people yeah. are that. speculating. Yeah. That's interesting further because of that. See, I wasn't. So. I wasn't even. I wasn't even thinking about it in that regard. I just said my my big. Uh, feeling i guess about her character is that she's definitely like some sort of villain, you know what i mean? that that was my initial like she's definitely there's something not right about this character, you know what i mean? um which is kind of funny because like the classic like next door neighbor coming in, you know, and bringing the whole yeah. full three course meal. Like i mean, obviously yeah. that's a really funny play on that because you wouldn't expect that um from that type of character, but i you know, either it, and i guess the question is, you know, based on that like do you think that she would be an adversary or would they turn her into a villain this time? Because we really don't know who the villain of the series is and it has to be somebody. So yeah. for me, I it's feel like, like about that as well.
1: I you feel know? like her in the neighborly role. I, I think it would be fun to see it flip to a villain. Mm-hmm. But I think it also works perfectly for the teacher adversary because she is constantly she's helping like, a, to like fit a mentor in. she's mentoring yeah. her you yeah. know to be the perfect wife yeah. and then and uh a... you know to be the perfect um committee member
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know yeah. So no that
2: makes sense you know and and definitely so that, that's why i think that's really interesting because originally i was like oh of course she's gonna be a villain but now i'm like well maybe she won't be so it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> fun to theorize in that respect um
0: yeah so I mean, in the trailer, we see her being kind of like woken up from the spell mm-hmm. by vision, yeah where she kind of like you can kind of see her snap to reality and be like, Am I dead? you know what yeah. I mean it's like so I think she'll come out of that uh sitcom spell, whatever Wanda has everybody under, yeah uh relatively soon i i I would think,
2: yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I guess the the only other in terms of th- th- while we're in theory land right now, um, <laughs> the only other question I have for you guys is who do you think the voice is um, that's trying to contact her? I have an idea that I think my wife and I agree on, and she actually pointed it out, and that kind of it makes sense. I but think I wanted it's it.
0: Randall Park.
2: Yeah, that that's the same. She she said yeah. she heard the voice, and she's like, that kind of sounds like Randall Park. And I was like, oh yeah, he's in this show as well as freaking Darcy. He's, so yeah. those are two he's characters just, that we haven't yeah. seen
0: yet.
1: Yeah, he's a sword true.
0: agent, I think, and that he's that would be maybe the one who sent Monica in with the helicopter. I just think he's on the outside trying to get through. So it.
2: do you think Randall yeah. Park is going to be like the new Colson kind of deal, maybe where he's like that, Ooh. that that shield or sword agent who's like kind of fun and like hip with the yeah. characters? Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. So,
1: yeah, that'd be that'd be a good choice.
0: Yeah. You mean Jim from The Office, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh second uh, asian gym. <laughs> whoa, whoa 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 he's just regular gym. yeah <laughs> i think the big bad is mephisto really just, just gonna say it
2: yeah. i would have never even guessed that to be honest but that would be that'd be pretty wild it would actually make sense if they did that
0: i think it has a lot to do with um with agatha harkness and then She's gonna have these two children. Uh, Mephisto has a big part in uh, her kids, in in the comics, hmm. and it kind of seems like that's the route we're taking. This is her children, and I think, uh, yeah, I just think it makes sense. We got the Multiverse of Madness is gonna go into i. Th- I think we're gonna see hell. It makes sense uh, for yeah. Spider-Man three. It makes sense for the multiverse madness. It makes sense for her and her children mm-hmm. um, in the Loki trailer. There's a big stained glass uh, with Satan on it. That can't be a coincidence. I don't know if he's going to be the big, big, big bad for phase four or more of like an Ultron type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think Mephisto is playing a role in more than one property.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, and that could be the connection between multiverse of madness and Wanda vision, you know what I mean? So that would, I mean, it makes sense. That'd be cool if they have like a, a, like a minor villain in this. And then maybe the tease and the cliffhanger, you know, the Mm -hmm. stinger is, is that, that would be really interesting.
0: There's a comic storyline where Peter, um, makes a deal with the devil who is Mephisto. Yeah. To um, so in Civil War, let's go back in time. In Civil War, Tony Stark convinces Peter Parker to reveal his identity, Mm -hmm. um, and that gets a lot of people hurt and killed, and may get shot. Mm -hmm. Um, he makes a deal with Mephisto to make the world forget that he's Spider Man, but Mephisto says, like, well, I'm taking your like your marriage, right? It's like you can no longer be married to, yeah. I need to marry Jane, which was a huge thing in the comics. Like they had finally gotten married, blah blah blah. Um, So I just think it makes sense. We got Peter Parker is outed as Spider Man. He needs to rectify that somehow. We got Multiverse of Madness. We got this. We know all three of them connect in some way. Mm -hmm. I just every single fiber in my being says it's uh, it's uh, it's the big old Mephisto himself.
2: Mm -hmm. We'll see. We will find out in like seven weeks <laughs> or six weeks. I don't know how, whatever the math is back to math. One and one,
1: seven,
0: the yeah. abacus yeah. one, two, three, the four, abacus. five, just push <laughs> Which, each which of the is which is actually a
2: huge over. element in Soul too. So
0: <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, yeah, it's I don't know what else to say. I will, uh, the show's fucking amazing. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Emma Caulfield, everybody. Hmm. Oh yeah!
1: Surprise, Anya parents.
0: from Buffy herself yeah, is in this good. show, in the same scene as a bunny rabbit. That cannot be a coincidence. That is funny. <laughs> if you know Buffy, <laughs> you know why it's funny. Yeah. Um. Uh. Your favorite scenes from the show so far. What do we got? Hmm.
1: Ooh.
0: One scene each. I'll start, so you guys can think. Uh, the magic scene. Everybody. The, the fucking. Oh, was that yours? <laughs> yeah. It just. Paul Bettany playing, like, drunk. So drunk Vision. Vision. It just was so and, like, good, man. The
1: whole setup for that scene, too, of, like, the reasoning of, like, the gum in his gears and the little yeah. animations yeah. for that. Like, I don't eat. But that's what? the effect.
0: I don't eat between meals, which yeah. I definitely eat. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. so good. Yeah. Um... Uh, and I'm... Um, a a masturbation joke in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I have heard this is primarily used for mastication. Oh, I Damn. don't I don't do that. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Um I
2: guess for me I think the magic scene is definitely one of the first ones. I mean it's a whole sequence, honestly. Um yeah. It's like what th- th- half of the episode or whatever. But uh <laughs> I uh I think I'm gonna have to go with the dinner scene. I think my love for Deborah Joe yeah. Rupp like really so far I mean that's just like you know, a really interesting dynamic that's happening where they're, they're, um, you know, like the whole mix up of like, she thinks they're going to have an intimate night. And like, obviously he brings that, like it's classic sitcom, you know what I mean? Um, Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I, I just think it's, you know, it's again, it's that scene is not anything new, but it's just so well executed, um,
0: that I really enjoyed it. That scene begs the question. Um, so in that, in that scene, Wanda doesn't ask vision, to help the guy who's choking, she tells him, she, like, commands him to. Mm -hmm. So that begs the question, like, is this an alternate reality, or is she, like, like I said with my, like, dome theory, is Mm -hmm. she just, like, taking over part of a town, and she's controlling all these people, like, little chess pieces, and she has to tell Vision, like, Mm. save him, right? Like, there's a, there is a, I want to say like a computer script, right? There's like a like a process playing out, something happens that's wrong and she has to command him to fix it.
2: It's tough to say at mm-hmm. this point personally for me. Um I think that definitely vision is still dead, you know, and obviously he's just around because she's in in we're in her head basically. Um mm-hmm. so it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see whether or not like how they incorporate vision into the exterior world. I guess if, if they're going to incorporate him at all, I, right. I, I mean, for me, again, it's really hard to say at this point, just cause we know so little. So Lauren, your favorite
1: yeah. scene. <sighs> like you guys took all the good ones. Um, <laughs> okay.
2: I'll switch mine. You can have the dinner scene.
1: <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I think I, I mean it's hard because I think both of those are such long sequences like if you yeah. take in the whole setup into account like even with the dinner scene the setup of the making of the dinner and you know yeah everything um I do like um I guess kind of kind of couple of bits of those setups um but seeing vision in the real world interacting with everyone has been fun for me like when he's at his office job uh, and like going faster than everyone yeah. like, but what do we actually do here yeah. like no answer yeah um, and then him like trying to you know fit in and go to the um the neighborhood watch and stuff and that see seeing so those good. interactions with humans yeah Uh, like vision trying trying to to lead a normal life basically yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: this guy's a communist
2: (laughs) yeah yeah agreed i mean that's uh, that that was gonna be my backup as the i'm um, definitely
1: not a computer yeah
2: (laughs) Yeah. i'm a human man that's pretty funny um yeah i mean it's obviously there's still a lot to come uh but i think this show is off to a great start MCU on TV, you know, the, they're going to have to come up with like a, another acronym for that now because you have the MCU yeah. and then you have the MCU TV. I don't know. We got to come up with something better.
1: The it's got to MT- be better than this. The MTVU.
2: The MTVU. The
1: there Marvel Television Universe.
0: Yeah, I MTV, like it. the Music Television Universe. I want my MTVU. There you go. <laughs>
1: That could uh, be another WandaVision commercial. Yeah, right. Oh In my the god, 80s, that, that'd that, be amazing. That
0: would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. That'd be really good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I think no surprise that it's good, but also I think it really um it gets me excited for everything else moving forward with the MCU if it continues to be on this this level four. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Well. March
0: and, March brings uh Falcon of the Winter Soldier. So yeah.
2: And then we're getting not Black, that far away. And then we're getting Black Widow. And then we're basically going to have okay. MCU like all year between the theatrical yeah. and the, the the Disney Plus stuff. So it's exciting because
1: it'll go Winter Soldier, Black Widow, Loki. Yeah,
2: mm, I believe so. Yeah. And then what if is now in there that too.
1: they've
0: started oh, yeah. rele- So like now that they've started releasing, and they can't really like stop the train, right after it's left the station. Yeah. If we can't go to theaters are they just going to start releasing these things on Disney plus if like the big movies? Um,
2: I think black widow is probably the most likely because it's self-contained, right? Like it's, it connects, but it's not really like none of the stuff that comes after it is really dependent on black widow. I would say eternals definitely is going to go theatrical because that, that movie is a big risk. It's going to be really bold, have a lot of bold visuals in it. I think, um, much like guardians, you know, in that respect. So, I think, you know, the stuff like that, you know, obviously Spider-Man, like that's going to have to go theatrical. Um, Yeah. So I I think there's there's a way to like sort of pick and choose certain things, you know. Yeah. Um, But we'll see. I mean, hopefully we can get our shit together and actually go see movies at the end of the year this
0: year. Hey, by the time you're listening to this, you're all you'll have a new president. Uh, (laughs) Joe Biden is inaugurated tomorrow. And hopefully that means our shit
2: is better. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it takes time, you know, it takes time, but hopefully overall we'll I... go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say, I mean, just the way things are trending right now with vaccination rollout and whatever. um, It's looking like a good possibility that yeah. we can get to the Eternals in theaters. Yeah, I think I think Widow might release in theaters, but quickly go to streaming. Yeah,
2: it's going to have a short one. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: But I think we might get a shot at Eternals. Yeah
0: totally hopefully all right totally. well next week is a new episode of wandavision this week is a new episode of wandavision god yeah.
1: so soon
0: Yep. uh and we'll wait. talk about them whenever we podcast again <laughs> soon <laughs> taylor where yes. can everybody find you on the internet uh
2: you can find me at twitter uh on twitter at
0: taylor Salem. uh lauren
1: i'm at miss pixie no sorry at underscore miss pixie <laughs> underscore on the instagrams
0: there you go but it's mostly
1: like... a travel blog now.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: Uh, I'm the Alien
0: everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Um, uh, I'm also on Fan Theory TV still. We completed our Firefly uh, mm. rewatch reaction. We've moved on to Dollhouse, uh, the next Joss oh, Whedon nice. show in the arsenal of Whedon shows. That'll be premiering mm-hmm. the first week of February. Mm-hmm. So check that out. Not too far from where we're at right now. Yeah. So next time we podcast, they'll probably have premiered. So that's fun.
2: Yeah, one of the more underrated, underappreciated Whedon shows. And also, what the hell happened to Eliza Dushku, dude? She just kind of, like, disappeared off the face of the earth.
0: Well, so the early 2000s ended, um, and then she wasn't allowed (laughs) to be in anything else. And she retired. Low-rise jeans went out of style, and and she didn't own anything
2: else, so they... It always blows my mind, and you'll probably blow yours too, Joel. Is she's the Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter in um, True Lies, and I always, I always, I always remember that. (laughs) And it's like, dude, if you're in True Lies, you're in all these amazing shows, and then you just disappear off the face of the earth. It
0: sucks. She's the lead in Wrong Turn, that fucking that horror movie, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that franchise. I'm sorry, Wrong Turn Six, Wrong Turned. Too wrong, too turned. I mean, <laughs> exactly, she, yeah.
1: she worked so much when she was, you know, early yeah. in her career that maybe she's just, like, taking yeah. a break.
2: Hey, you know, yeah. if you work for 20 years and you can just live your life, like, there's nothing wrong with that, so.
0: Yeah. I will say Dollhouse is very of its time. I'll mm-hmm. just of fucking yeah, say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was watching it and I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Even, <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Anyway uh tune in next time for the next episode of pop up pop culture podcast later
1: nerds peace bye bye